Welcome to Hunting You, coming to you from the Rocky Mountain Home Hunter Studios. I'm John Schelt. And I'm Keone Hutton. For those of you who have not yet listened to episode 15, stop listening to this episode right now. But I was listening to it for quality control. Okay, that's legitimate, but beyond that, there's no reason to listen to this, unless you have listened to episode 15 first. Episode 15 is where we talk about the haunted house we put together for Halloween 2018. It was a haunted ship on board the Coast Guard Cutter Alert in Astoria, Oregon. 1,500 people came out. We had a lot of fun. Uh, Overall, I think it was a very successful haunted house. You injured yourself? I did injure myself, but that happens every year. That's it's, what made it's it part best. of be, it's part of being a haunter. That's what made it the best. Anyway, <laughs> thank you, Sky, for that contribution. We put together this haunted house in seven weeks, and uh, I think it was a great example of the haunting you. We need to come up with a name for our uh, our procedure for. Yes, we do. We do. We do. But anyway, it was a good example of. Um, using the haunting you method to put together a haunted house in a very short amount of time. And one of the first steps to doing that is, of course, what, John? Storyline. Storyline. Coming up with a backstory. Well done. I only got that because I was listening to episode 15 for quality. There you go. See? Go check out episode 15. But if you have already listened to episode 15, this is the promised raw uncut recording of our brainstorming session where we came up with the backstory for the haunted ship wait a minute uncut completely uncut i have done no editing to this whatsoever well that's not good so you're going to hear every bit of our discussion as we came up with the initial storyline that we worked into the pitch it's good we're not syndicated they kick us off the air very much so so please keep that in mind as you are listening uh there may be some things that are not appropriate for small children there may be discussions that are uh, completely off topic and ridiculous that's just because that's how we roll that's normal though Try not to think about it too much, but enjoy our brainstorming session, and I hope it gives you ideas on how to conduct your own brainstorming sessions, creating your own storylines as you move forward in your haunts. Ooh, espresso. Well, uh, let me get you caught up on what John and I were talking about before you uh, before you joined. Mm-hmm. So I was hanging out, um, oh, BSing with some of my uh, some of my divos. We were talking about Why Halloween. Why are you trying to lick my thermom? I'm sticking my tongue out of damn Oh. <laughs> what are you doing? That, uh, what the? I mean, we can call back. I mean, <laughs> you guys need a minute. We, we can call back. Alan's sticking his tongue out at you. Oh, at both of you. That, that does not make me feel better. It's okay. I want a kiss. And um, Kay, Alan owes you a kiss. Noted. I will collect later. Okay, he says he will collect later. He was yeah. sticking his tongue. Okay, so yes, um, you were just, you were talking, and then Alan came in and, and distracted me. Please, yeah. distract. So we were just, we were talking about the last time Alert did a haunted ship, and then XO walked in as we were talking and thought it sounded like a good idea. Hello, truck. And um, so I almost have him convinced that uh, we could put this together when we get back. So he asked me to put together a couple of proposals on how we would run it. <laughs> so awesome. I need to put together some proposals that I can present to the CO um, to convince him. Okay. Now this is the alert that we're going to be theoretically doing yes. this on? Yes. The because... onboard the ship. 
because you guys are in port for Halloween. Correct. We will be back uh, two weeks before Halloween, so we'll have two weeks to put it together. Okay, so one of my first questions is, since it's, you know, going to be highly unlikely slash nearly impossible for John and I to come out and actually physically help. Granted. And they're yep. not sure how much they want civilians running around haunting your ship. Yep. So, so let me let me address that real quick. Um, I am bringing you two in as part of my design team. But we intend to actually haunt it using high school drama students. Okay. Or at least that's what we've talked about so far. How are okay. you getting these high school drama students? Kidnap There are them. four high school... <laughs> Don't give away my secrets. There are four high secret. schools in the area. <laughs> there are four high schools in the area. Uh, Astoria, Warrington, Ilwaco, and Seaside. And so we're going to reach out to all of them and see if we can do a partnership to, uh, to get them out. Get any of them out. Okay, I think you need new friends. Because <laughs> Leslie's first thought was kidnap them. And when, I, when you said I have to convince the captain, I said kill the people between you and the captain. If you two reacted any other way, I wouldn't want to be your. I wouldn't want you to be my best friends. Yeah, but there was no hesitation. Like that was the first thought that popped into our heads. Irrelevant. Oh, At least we're consistent. Out. I was just gonna say two is a manageable number. That's a number I can live with. <laughs> oh, you two are terrible, and I love it. Okay. Um... So, so what I want to do today is put together a couple of um, a couple of courses of action. I want to be able to present to the captain two potential storylines um, of people walking through the ship, and then another where we do nothing but um, like decorate the outside, and people can see it. They don't come on, but they can see it from the outside. Okay. <laughs> Mm. Alrighty. That's no fun. So, first question: Do we want to try and make this look like an old-timey ship, or do we want to do this as a modern haunted ship? The, the that first is a thing... great question. So we can't do much to like we cannot paint. Uh, <laughs> we can't sure. Can you the throw tarps over trail. things? Yes, we could. We could throw tarps. The first thing that popped into my head was some sort of like haunted um, shipwrecked ship from the like that ran aground from the Bermuda Triangle or something generically uh, spooky. Uh, mm -hmm. And and that's kind of uh, one of the uh, one of the potential storylines I've been thinking about. So. We have that storyline, like Bermuda Triangle, Survivor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not bad. I mean, I'm a sucker for the classics, Flying Dutchman. <laughs> I mean, knowing that we can't turn your ship into anything remotely resembling the Flying Dutchman, I'm a sucker for the classics. Yeah. And that's, well, so that's the other uh, storyline I'm thinking Either pirates, you know, pirates, privateers, 
um, that kind of storyline. So basically, pleasure cruise or piratical? I don't know about pleasure cruise. Pleasure? Oh, come on! Pleasure yeah. cruise. Pleasure. Pleasure cruise. Lost in the Bermuda Triangle. Tell me that that would not be so much fun as, as a set it would to dress. Be. That, that I mean, would be fun. You... Okay, wait, wait. That would be fun, but it's still a military ship, and yeah, we're putting it out there as things. a military ship. Oh, very well. So that kind of well, won't make everybody wear coconut bras and grass skirts. I appreciate that, even though I look awesome in a coconut bra and a grass skirt. Yes, you do. you do. But there, I mean, I mean, so I think two things. So one, we could cover up some of the obvious military things about it with tarps or something. But sure. the other thing, remember, there, I, I don't know. There's a certain amount of give that we have to have. I know Star Wars isn't real, but I still watch it. I'm sure they'll know it's not a pleasure yeah you just kind of go with it it is a suspension of disbelief but at the same time we are the coast guard cutter alert and we are presenting this um haunted ship for as a um coast guard community service project you okay i mean if that's the case if we leave it somewhat as is you could if like was said you could make it kind if we could kind of age it a little bit and Put some storyline on there, you know, like I you know. I think aged a little bit. We were huh? overrun by pirates. We were overrun by pirates. Oh, that's this, not bad. You could do something like this ship I mean, because at that point... disappeared into the Bermuda Triangle fifty years ago, and then it's run aground here. Depending on how old your I'm ship not is, not running aground. <laughs> what you know what I'm saying? Um, how old is how old is your shirt? How old is how old is the alert? Forty nine. Forty nine. So you could do what fifty years would put it in the seventies. Yeah. Uh sixty nine, yeah. So you could do something like hey, this ship was you know, on patrol on the Bermuda Triangle or something. Oh crap, that was not what I meant to do. And haunted yeah. crew members and soul theme. Right. Sorry, I, I hit the wrong button. And <laughs> totally missed like the last three minutes of that. <laughs> so this will have no, two. two this will work. Have... I'm sorry, John. What happened? <laughs> what? I am only good for like three minutes of work on each of these. Yeah, well, I missed about <laughs> that. All of it. Well, I'm going to sleep then. Um. So basically, he was saying. Um, so because the ship is already 50 years old, uh, it was on patrol in the Bermuda Triangle 50 years ago when it mysteriously vanished. Um, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, 49 years later, it has popped up in the Columbia River. I like it. Can you... How how much access are they going to have? Um, not I'm complete. assuming there's a lot of parts that are going to be off limits. Yes, absolutely. So we would basically set up a... Um, well, we'd use probably the same route we use when we give public tours. Hmm. Okay. So that gives us like one, two, three, four, maybe five rooms. I'm just thinking of if you're and are if those you see a deserted walk- ship and you, huh? Okay, just just on a, a rooms and space. Are those walk into and you have to walk out the same door? So we have to. No, 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 no. Well, one of them only. Okay. Okay. 
So one has no. So exit. so there, there there's entrance there's entrance and exit, exit. in each room. There's entrance and exit in each room, and if we keep them off the bridge, um, the bridge is the only place where it's potentially a problem, because yeah, there's, there's only one way. Down. Well, that's never a problem, but there's only one way on and off, and so we <laughs> have a bet? potential choke point there. Fair enough. Is that a proper application of C4? Um. So I was—I mean, I'm just thinking, like, if you were walking down the corridors of his ship, you could do flickering lights. You could do like we could go back to the sparks thing if you have access to something like that. Is there a way you could put? I was just thinking of like, what? I, this is dumb, but like you know that microphone. I'm think, purely going movies here, but you put it to your mouth, you talk into it, but it's on that cord. Is there something like that you could have dangling with generic like panicked chatter? Yeah, something what? similar to that. Some eerie sound right there. What did you just say? <laughs> How much of any of that did you hear? All of it, but I didn't understand the last bit. Okay. He's talking about so, having a PA system. Thank you. Yes, there is a PA system. Where you can have it where it's dangling and you just hear the chatter coming out. Just like spooky. Oh, like a radio. You, yeah. yeah. Like You don't want a PA you, system. You, you, play, you could almost have like the recording or something of just just looping like, Oh no! I, I don't know, but you know, like it's dark. We can't see anything. There's nothing but clouds, and then oh my god, or you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Basically playing back like a black box. Set up. Yeah, I, I see where you're going with that. That'd be perfect on the bridge, but I'm not sure we want to bring him to the bridge. Well, well I know you... that's what I'm thinking. Is there something? Is there some other way you can set that up in one of those five rooms? Or set it up where it's coming out of the bridge, but yeah, it's I, like, ooh, yeah, like actually. like a window on the. I don't I don't know the the the, the no, no. The only way on and off the bridge, you have to you come up from below. Well, no, but so that's not, what I'm saying is like, can you? Is there a window that you can open and then dang, like dangle that, or make it look like it's dangled out of like a broken window and then playing? So they walk by and they start to get that. They don't necessarily have to go on the that, bridge or up to the bridge. They just walk by do, and hear it. Um, they'll walk, They'll be walking by um, the supply office that we could totally turn into a communications room very easily because all it is is a room. And um, and we could have that coming out of there, absolutely. The part I was thinking, of, the reason I mentioned the dangling part of it, which was I, I that was harder, but it gives you that. Well, you it's know, the knocked ship off and everything's here. well. That and the panic. It's it got moving. Knocked Why off. is it moving? Yeah. Um, uh, some, next... Something actively made it move. Next. Okay, one. so let, wait, wait. Let's let's walk through this real quick. Well, you have a question. Go ahead. Yeah, I have a question. Age group. Yes. Great question. Yes, audience is key. Um, we were talking about, uh, well, it definitely wanted to be family friendly, so okay. figure trick-or-treaters, elementary school age, maybe into middle school. Uh, I think that should be our target audience. Okay. So we want to scare them, but not, like, therapy scare them. We want to we want to creep them out. We don't want therapy. Yeah. Okay. okay. I will leave the excessive bloody theatrics <laughs> for a later I actually thought... I actually thought about that. <laughs> um, because So, okay, let me walk you through what our normal tour is, and then we can adjust, and then we can start tailoring stuff. Okay. So they come on board onto the flight deck. Um, that's where we, helicopters launch and land. So just big, wide, open space. They'll proceed down from there to um, our fantail, uh, the poop deck, if you will. 
I'm writing as I go, so give me a second. I thought you were pausing for jokes. Uh, Fantail. Then they come into the mess deck. That's where the crew eats. They will walk past the um, SK's office, the supply office, which is what we'll use as the comms room because I really like where you're going with that. Uh, then they come to the wardroom, um, which is where the officers eat. But the wardroom is also what we use for an emergency surgery uh, at battle stations. Okay. Okay. So that just means that uh, it's easily convertible into other things? Or that you well, already have easily, a lot of that stuff um, sitting there ready to be used in case of, an, of necessity? Yeah, so I think we go okay. ahead and set it up as a surgery and and run with it that way because we've got okay. like the overhead lights and everything sure Perfect. yeah let's do that because um, that means we can put what's been 50 years anybody dead which would basically be mostly everybody would be skeletonized by that point based on decomp exactly so exactly. Yep, skeletal bodies on skeletons. yep skeletons skeletons are going to be your best friend <laughs> <laughs> uh, so from the wardroom then where are we we're at one two three four that's already five rooms from there, um, we would probably take them up to the forecastle, the front of the ship, where the big gun is, the anchors, uh, all of that stuff. Okay, can That's you also equip doable. the big gun? Oh. And then back mm -hmm. to the flight deck. You put a couple of skeletons uh, on the off. on the big gun, trying to you use it. Oh, I like that. Because again, if we're talking Bermuda Triangle. Sure. Other things get stuck there. Yep. Yep. And all sorts of other unknown things. So therefore, you're going to have people trying to man the gun to defend the ship. Yep. You could probably you could just and, put like oh, put, skeleton um, arms on the side or sea just legs or something. Sea serpents attached to the anchor. Ooh. If it doesn't have to be in the water or climbing up or something, sea serpents on the anchor. That's not bad. Sea serpents or, coming up the anchor chain or mm -hmm. the anchor pocket. Is there a particular crew member that you don't like that you could get to play Sea Serpent? <laughs> yes. So I mean, I like them, but I think I still think they would play a Sea Serpent. Um, well, that's no fun if it's you want to. So, another question. Is this uh, planning to be all hands uh, forced assistance, no. or is this volunteer no, it, assistance? No, it, or... it will be... So, especially because this is two weeks after we come back from patrol, mm -hmm. it is going to be 100% volunteer. I do not want to put extra... Work on everybody to uh, have extra to work on everybody exactly. Um, no, is that for manning or is that for building as well? Everything. And how much volunteer assistance do you think you're going to get? No idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it needs to be a little bit scalable. If we mm -hmm. have more assistance from like drama clubs and stuff, right? Uh, we can do more. If we don't, we do less. Yep. Okay. So yeah, We're there's definitely some stuff. Sorry, Leslie. Go ahead. Yeah, skeletons, um, the spiderwebby stuff. Oh yeah, there's gonna be tons of spiderwebby stuff. Tons of spiderwebby stuff. I figure that's just gonna be pretty much covering the entire corridor that they're um, walking. Through. You're gonna want to have a lot of recorded atmospheric effects of yeah conversations and, and definitely make them echoey. Lots of echoey conversations, so it's not sure if it's a radio still playing, if it's a radio playing from, like, see if you can find sound clips of, like, shit from 1950s and 1960s, and well, 1970s. Or hell, you could play, like, almost 
a cheery like jazz tune or something just to be, I don't mm-hmm. know that would weird me out more. Well, especially or if you put a good like a certain area. Put a good echo factor on it. And so it sounds like it's just kind of reverberating around the ship but there's no location for it to be coming from. Yeah, command I'm thinking like commands being yelled, alarms going off. But then again, play this like 1970s disco. Something that fits in the era, but does not fit in, in the situation at all. Aww. Does it have to fit I, the era? It, well, it has, to, it, has it, to, it has to fit at least one of the eras that we're working with. <laughs> okay, hang on. I'm going to find something. So, like, on the mess deck, we have a radio playing uh, songs from the 1970s. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to be that spooky. Are you kidding me? To a six-year-old? Disco is terrifying. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, we'll put it. Okay, I have a thought, but we'll keep going. What's your thought? I can't really present it without audio assistance. One sec. Okay, we'll let him work on that while we continue. Alrighty. Uh, so commands being yelled, alarms going off. Um, the sounds of the cannon firing. Mm-hmm. And this is where you know you can make a lot of use of all the military terminology that would be happening in a crisis situation. So it's accurate to this being a military ship. And all all I would say, just as a historian, to double check is how much have terminologies terminologies and procedures changed since the seventies. A bit, uh, but fortunately we have a couple copies of the Coast Guardsman's Manual from the 70s, so and there you go. I have my research is half done. There you go. Yeah, and, and again, putting putting it, you've got that time, temporal disjoint, and then you've kind of dumped everything forward again. I mean, are we dead? Does it have to be that specific ship that you're on? Yes. As a well, to what? For, for, so for this storyline, yes, I think it absolutely I, has to be. Well, I, okay, let me rephrase that. Does it absolutely have to be the Coast Guard cutter alert? For this storyline, yes. Where are you and going in fact, with either storyline. I was I, looking something further back. Hang on, just keep going. I'll, I'll find my thing and then I'll tell you. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have us on the edge of our seats. It's a problem when you've lost your thing. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I could beat you. Okay. So, what? how do we welcome people on board then? Gangplank. <laughs> um, you're gonna have to have like a couple of survivors. Hmm. Not bad. Survivor. And, I agree, and but they're I think loony. They should be presented later in the. Well, later. But this no, is also where you, no, no, you, you have like someone that. like popping up and being like, help, 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 looking for help, you know, disheveled, old, like sunken face, um, <clears throat> calling for, I mean, and again, this is where getting a high school drama student who loves to improvise and giving him like eh. specific parameters to operate under. Uh, it's his job to kind of pop up and then kind of disappear scurrying around, but he's basically asking for, for help and assistance um, and inviting, basically inviting everybody to come aboard and come help him. Because he doesn't yeah. know what's going on, um, he's suddenly, you know, out of time, out of place, 
completely disoriented. He's one of the last remaining survivors. There's, you know, maybe a handful of people, um, but nobody's really sure. Um, did you guys watch the episode of Futurama where they go search for the fourth dimension whale? I vaguely remember it, but not well. If, I didn't... So yeah, th th that's kind of where I'm thinking of like this this lone survivor. You know, what's what's what is out there because they get lost in like in the Bermuda Triangle of, of space. Yeah, yeah. Th this is kind of where I'm I'm thinking and where my mind is with some of this. You know, walk onto a ship. Here's a person sitting at a meal that's completely mummified in mm -hmm. one area. In another area, you do have survivors. They're still going through the motions. Um, you could have somebody in the wardroom trying to save the skeleton because they don't realize that the dude has been dead and is literally a skeleton now. So they're trying to like do this medical procedure and shouting for nurses and assistants. But there's no... like, And, and you walk by and you're like, the dude is dead. Like, really dead. <laughs> but just completely... I'm also kind of thinking like they're stuck between times. So they don't quite tell... They can't quite tell where they are in a temporal shift. Okay, so the guests come on board. They um, meet one of the survivors who talks a little bit about the backstory, um, or at least gives some hints to the backstory. Rambles very, very loudly about what happened in a disjointed fashion and asks for help getting the ship moving again. Exactly, exactly. Uh, rambles about what happened. We still don't know what happened, but he's rambling about it. Yes. Well, he's he's uh, again, he's rambling. He doesn't exactly know what happened, but he knows kind of the pieces yeah. that he experienced and everything else. And your big scare and the thing to chase everybody off the boat is going to be the fact that they brought a sea serpent back with them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, so he rambles about what happened. Help me get the... We got to get the ship moving again. Uh, they move down to the poop deck, the fantail. Uh, what do we have back there? Um... It's a big, wide area, so we can really do whatever. Um, can't do what I want to do, which is where we put all the bodies. Leslie? I know, I know. Kids. Four kids. Have yes, them walk through a giant decomposing like fish? A big old dick with bodies. Have them have to walk through a giant decomposing fish? <gasps> uh, I'm gonna go with no. Okay. I'm Zombie gonna double dolphins. that though. I'm gonna <laughs> double that though. And that's a few. Hmm. Alright. Can I go back for just a minute? That's sure. My... Okay. So my thought was more it doesn't okay, in at least in my scenario, it doesn't necessarily have to be the alert. It could just be a ship from I don't know, further back. Um, and I was just thinking something from just various scenes that seem spookier because you have your, like you said, your generic, um, atmospheric sounds, the radio crackling, all that good stuff. So I'm not suggesting getting rid of any of that. Um, but maybe through what that I've remembering some things where your people are walking into something where they don't know what they have no idea what they're going to find. And, Either I can't remember what it I can't remember where it was, but something about 
like they're walking past a room with actually somewhat cheery, not cheery, but because that's the wrong word, but not spooky music or something like that. That's actually kind of unnerving. So exercise. Okay. So take 10 seconds. Picture just walking like up on the ship with dark, with dark hallways, um, dark hallways, flickering lights, you know, spooky chatter on the radio, something like that. Just picture that. Okay. Pictured. Okay. Okay. So then you're walking by, you're walking through it, and I'm, and we, and I, so I found a song I was thinking of, but I don't remember if this was it. But and it's because it's definitely not period for that. But just bear with me. Um, so you're doing that and then you I found it better if it works if I close my eyes because I can't do it right now but ooh, James Conner is in get on with it quiet you um, so you're walking and I think if we could do this I'm not suggesting blasting this through the whole ship just one maybe two rooms if possible okay so you're walking through and you hear like some sort of almost cheery music Damn it. Turn it back up. Well, that, that went poorly. Okay, I don't want them to run screaming. That nonsense. I don't know, but just something like from... Here, hold on. Hold on. I've got it. I found one. I found one. <laughs> right. I got a better one. Mine's better. How did you ever convince me to do Arkham? Mine is Ella Fitzgerald. Yours can't be better. Anyway. Ooh, one of it. But just, and again, I'm not specifically stating that song. Just something that might have been playing on the radio, like on the radio. I, that just, yeah, I, I generally agree, and I think the. Uh, the cruise mess is the perfect place to do that. I'm just arguing against disco. <laughs> Les, what was your song? Hold on, I'm finding it. I gotta get the, I gotta get to the right spot in the TV sh- in the episode. What show are you doing it from? Librarians. Okay, I got nothing. What the? Hold on. Just curious, Kat, how how many square feet are we talking about? Just ballpark. Okay, hold on. I just have to let this play until it gets to the right spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's, I had ba- the it's basically a haunted house, um, and the house is trying to warn the people in it that it they're the person that's haunting it is malevolent. So there's two spirits in the house, and one of them's evil and one of them's not. Oh, that's all. And so it, it does it. Um, it does it with this cheery little kid song. So as soon as I get to the right spot, uh, I'll. Uh, I don't turn know the... that a, I don't know that a kids song is the right selection. For... It works really, really well because essentially it's um. So the premise of this episode is they have a um a house that grants wishes and it's found by um, the Bender family. Any relations to Bender the robot? Uh, No, Bender as in the family of serial killers in Kansas in the 1800s. 
Delightful. And so basically the daughter is the one who finds the house. She stays there and then she basically makes the house bring her victims. And the house keeps trying to warn everybody by playing this song. Because it can't communicate because it's beholden to Katie Bender who's making all the witches. Uh, keep going. It's I'm still have like half a minute, and I can't scroll very quickly on my phone, or I can't do it on my computer because <laughs> it's it, um, it, you guys won't be able to hear it. Right. So we're still stuck on the fantail. Only because you won't let them walk through dead fish. I would prefer uh, they not walk through dead fish. Doesn't have to be a real dead fish. Now that would be the crew you really hate is that one. <laughs> you gotta play the dead fish. Okay. This might be a good opportunity to introduce the sea serpents uh, without actually seeing it. So we have people like um, fighting over <laughs> the back, fighting over the sides, like back, back. I say. Yeah. You can do that. Is you can definitely you do. Can actually shake the ship. Mm, and I'm being 100% no. serious. Can you oceans 13 the ship? Um. What if you, like, turned on an engine for, like, three seconds? Would it do anything? I, I have no, no idea. No, would not. not like you want. Hmm. Could you build a shake floor? I was thinking about that. Can you get the digging machine, the one that dug from the French side? <laughs> that, that wouldn't help us, because <laughs> it's on water, and water does not vibrate. Well, probably the one from the one that dug from the Italy side was not, you know, that one's broken. So I mean, that's not gonna help. Um, there British. was no Italy. British, sorry. English side of the channel. Really, dude. Oh my God, who cares? <laughs> Pretty much every Englishman and Frenchman who exists. <laughs> Okay, so they, they're they're experiencing the serpent. I guess you can't or maybe, tip. Or maybe tentacles? Like, we could have tentacles um, yes. coming yes. up and trying to grab them. Yes, definitely. Do, are we wanting, do we want to go just full Kraken? I'm all for it. Are you kidding me? I have no issue with that. It's a that's, fun that's sea monster. Bad, it's fun to say. I actually, I kind of like that better. I like that better than the sea serpent. A, a well, kraken. but you could do both. You could do both. Oh, that's true. We could do both. Okay, hold on a second. We're coming up on the song. Is, is this Nessie? No, it's not Nessie. We could have Nessie. Nessie is harmless. She's real. But she's harmless. Oh yeah. Okay. Only when she wants to be. She's harmless. There'd be a lot more terrified Scottish people. Aren't there a fair amount? No. You sure? Yes. Ah. 
Okay, almost there. Now she's picking the song. Come on, hurry up. It would be so much easier if I could do this on my computer. Okay, make a note. Noted. Okay. Ooh. Thank you, husband. There we go. No. No bloody way. Turn her off. No, wait. That was the song that they were trying to use, the house was trying to use. No question. It's creepy, but very inappropriate given the storyline. Well, yes. <laughs> but something like that. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of, and I'm thinking, like, doesn't fit. Here you have this house that is murdering people or helping somebody murder somebody, and right. throughout the entire house, it's playing that song. It's great. Right. It's a great episode. It's a great show. I'm really bummed that they canceled it. Bastards. Fair enough. So the people come on. They meet the lone survivors who talk, ramble about the backstory. Uh, the guests move down onto the fantail where they are assaulted by tentacles uh, coming up <laughs> okay, from Okay, we need to find a different the... way of putting that. Never. <laughs> uh, they move on to the cruise mess. Do not need people uh, finding have... us while they search for hentai. Or hentai. Fair enough. <laughs> They move Whoa. into the cruise mess where uh, we have a radio playing uh, period-appropriate songs that are kind of creepy for atmospheric effects. Uh, a couple of dead crew members still eating. Uh, I feel like we need something else in here, though. Nessie? No. No Nessie. Maybe we could have, actually, we could have um, actors playing dead crew members who are lunging out, begging for help. When you say playing dead crew members, do you mean, like, coming back to life crew members, or you just want to punish people by making... I'm, I'm thinking, crew? I'm thinking, like, the ghosts of crew members who don't realize they're dead. Yeah. Okay. Actually, okay. <laughs> I'm sure there's no way you have this tech, but I have to ask anyway, because I'm mostly sure of when I say things, you'll have no way to do them, but you somehow pull them off. Okay, so, okay, How I Met Your Mother. Yep. The Fortress of Barnitude. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't the remember. The projection. The cow owl projection. Can you do something like that? Yes. See, this is why I say these things. <laughs> if you could do that with one of the crew with one of the actors and actually make them appear there but they could like the guests could walk up and touch them and have their hands go through them well so i'm thinking a screen of fog with okay. a projection uh onto the using the oh, fog, you can as, fog it ah, if you okay. can fog the ship that opens up all sorts of I was. Again, I don't know how much i don't know how much adjustments and and, and screwing with shit you're allowed to do but Less. I have a 4600 watt fog machine that is a part of the ship's complement. Then if you do not fog the shit out of this, you're doing things wrong. <laughs> you are fired. <laughs> Honestly, though, I don't know that that's the right fog machine. I think I need a bunch of little ones because that much fog would be too much. No, 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 no. That much fog on the deck. 
if you can fog the deck. Oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. A chiller. Because, yeah, you fog the deck, and then if you can get it cold enough so it really stays low to the ground the entire time, to the point where it's spilling off the sides, that builds a hell of a lot of atmosphere as people come mm-hmm. up. It also yeah. hides things yeah. like pieces of tentacle late, late, you know, littering the deck where you walk <laughs> oh, by and so. you see something and it kind of slithers. You, you, you fog the shit out of that deck and yes, you I, can do well, so much. Back up. Back up. I can't do that outside. Why? Because there's, the wind takes the fog away. I've tried it before. Inside the ship, I can do that easily. Aww. In fairness, he said no to my idea of cracking the ship. But I think that, but I think that's more appropriate in the cruise mess where they're encountering the ghosts um, than throughout. I just like fog. You're just like fog. Uh-huh. But that would at least... Okay, so... but And so the cruise mess, so we have ghosts, things like that, so the projections. So you can yep. pull that off? I mean, I can, but I kind of like the idea of using actors. I suppose. But you can also mix it, or some of them yeah. are actors and some of them aren't. Because that also sets up the not sure if I can touch this or if this is going to jump out at me. I actually, that's kind of an interesting idea where I do that over the exits, and they have to pass through a ghost to get through get to that's the exit. That's actually not bad. But they've already had other ghosts that are obviously tangible, or moderately tangible. Yep, yep. Hmm. Indeed. Won't know what's what. Okay, I'll play with that idea a little. Uh, So they're going to walk past the comms, the communications office, uh, where we have crackling radio, uh, a mayday call. We can record that fairly easily. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. Uh, I think this is going to be more atmospheric and nothing. Nothing active. Yeah, nothing active. Okay. Okay. So from there, they go into the surgery. Holy shit! My phone is blowing up, and it's the captain. Hang on a sec. Can't believe you wouldn't let us sink the ship. Uh, So would you be in Yellowstone the whole week? Um, we're pretty much going to leave tomorrow sometime, like after we pack and okay. get everything. Um, and then we're going to go drive up to Steamboat. We're going to go to National Dinosaur National Monument. Um, we're going to kind of go into Utah. Um, and then we're going to kind of drive up, so hit Grand Tetons National Park, hit Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much a... We're going on a road trip. It'll end when it ends. We just have to be back by before the 17th. So I'm going to guess. Take, I'm going to go on a limb here and say the lack of plan is driving you insane. I'm making myself deal with it because we have a bit of a plan. Um, and I have to remind myself that not having a plan is okay because we have smartphone and access to any and all technology that we could possibly need in order True. to generate further plans on an as-need basis. So it's one of those of, I'm, I'm 
I'm trying something new. We're doing something spontaneous. We don't have any guinea pigs that we have to take care of anymore, so we don't have to worry about trying to find someone who can, you know, be available to check in on them. And we're taking our first real vacation since 2015. So the no, planning is driving me crazy. I can hear it in your voice. It's just, there's always so many things it, that I, I think it. about, like, oh, well, what about this, and what about this, and what about this, and the, the what ifs are... It's okay. I tease you, but I am more like that than not. Yeah. So I get that. So we're, we're doing this, and it will be fun. And I know it'll be fun, because it was fun when we did this, and we did Seattle to San Diego, and we didn't really have a plan. We just drove until we were done driving, and then stopped the night, and then, you know, pulled off to go see random side show roadside attractions and, and things like that. Nice. Grand Tetons is super cool. Oh, I know. I used to go there all the time as a kid. What is happening behind you? Not me. A car is pulling into a parking lot. Okay, if this is a drug deal, you probably shouldn't be recording it. Yeah. Right. It's also gonna be the first road trip taken in Harley, so that'll be fun too. <gasps> That's right. She needs a hat. Yep. Harley gets a road trip. I think right now Kay needs to acquire a mute button. I believe he does. <laughs> hey, there it is. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, that was a good time. Okay. Um, damn it, there's something I was going to tell you, but now I can't remember what it was. Um, I bet you, you probably can't, because I think we had to make reservations, and I haven't been to Yellowstone since I was like 12 or 13, I think. But if you can swing somehow eating lunch or something at the Old Faithful Inn, that place is so cool. Okay, I think I went there as a kid. It is so thing, cool. You have to remember, I grew up in Idaho Falls. It's two hours to West Yellowstone. Still. We went there all the time. Well, you're not fun. So... Are you kidding me? That was a lot of fun. I got to go to Yellowstone every time. I mean, we took class trips to Yellowstone. <laughs> okay, fair enough. We, uh, I don't know. I had never seen a buffalo before that, and I saw one, like, standing right under the Welcome to Yellowstone Park sign. Like, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and they're I just huge. assumed because I had never seen one before, this would be, I took, like, 70 pictures of it because I just figured this is a rare animal. I'll never see one again. And then... <laughs> 20 minutes later, 10 minutes later, 5 minutes later. <laughs> there are yeah. buffaloes everywhere. They're rare everywhere else. In Yellowstone, they kind of... Run the place? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and they are freaking huge. Yes, they are. That's I don't a, know. And that's the thing that people do not understand. When we say bison, we're not talking like, oh, cute, it's a little cow. No, no. <laughs> This They're is cow a with giant ass creature, and it will walk into your car mm -hmm. if you do not move. I feel like just from the videos I've seen and from seeing them up in person, I feel like the they're they're mostly like, hey, just let me do my thing and I'll leave you alone. 
but if you do stupid things, I'm going to screw with you. Oh, yeah, if, if you... I feel like that's their thing. They are bigger than you. They will squish you. I remember one time, I, I think it was on the way to Yellowstone. It wasn't there, but we were, maybe, I don't know. But there was a few buffaloes around, and I don't have any concept of why this guy did this. But we were taking pictures of them and just kind of relaxing and watching them do their thing. And some guy decided it would be a really good idea to let his dog out of the car. Oh, and, yeah, and, like, kind of walk with it close to the buffalo. Now, the Mm-mm. the dog also thought this was a terrible, terrible idea because he was, like, dragging the dog on the leash. Oh, God. The, the dog is like, this is a terrible idea. You're going to get us both killed. The buffalo just kind of looked at, like, turned and just stared at him. And then I don't know what happened because my dad got us all in the car. He's like, I don't really want to watch, have my child watch someone getting, like, gored. Which is about <laughs> what's about to happen. No, I mean, it'd be educational, but not exactly pleasant. It's like, this is a really bad idea. We're going to leave now. Yeah. So for all I know, the guy might be dead. I would certainly hope if he's not dead, he's in jail. Yeah. Why would I be in jail? Well, you? I mean... Oh, I assumed you were talking about me. Hold on a second. Uh, we're talking about sinking the ship, and... Are you on speakerphone? Nope. And killing your captain, and the other guy... That's just below the captain... So, I mean, for a fair amount of reasons. So, how'd that, how'd that call go? Uh, I mean, not great, but... Okay, so where were we? Um, we were surgery. They're, no, they're in the surgery. They walk into the surgery. Uh, there is a active surgery going on uh, on a dead crew member. Is any of this being used for recording purposes or podcast purposes? Well, potentially. Because I. I'm using like the, the speakerphone thing. Last did we lose you? Stay, she's still on. Yeah, she wandered off. I think I hear Alan in the background. So my point is, if I were to walk or drive somewhere, is the audio that important? I mean, the audio is always important. Well, are we recording this to use on a podcast? Maybe. Like, are we sure Leslie's recording? Yes. She started recording while you were off doing whatever you were doing. Mm, all right. That doesn't mean you can't go and drive somewhere. Just don't I mean, have your radio on. Doesn't it, though? I mean, I'm sitting at Starbucks. <laughs> okay, that's a fair point. Well, that's a fair point. Plus, just drove by. What did you get to drink? Okay. What? What did you get oh, to Starbucks? drink? A dragon fruit oh, sure mango. <laughs> I don't like it as much as the uh, the other one. 
that they used to get a lot, but the passion it's, tea lemonade? it's pretty good. Yeah, the passion tea lemonade. I like that a lot better. This isn't bad. Yeah, I just saw it and I was intrigued. Oh, okay. uh, so we're in the surgery. There is an act. There's a surgery actively going on. Um, but it's actively going on on a skeleton. I don't know. I kind of like the idea of a of, of having an actor there and kind of doing what we did with the autopsy at Arkham. Um, Is that going to be age appropriate? Irrelevant. Hey, you we just stopped the bodies. We did it for Arkham. Actually, are we? Is this an actual trick or treating thing? Are we going to need to provide candy? Potentially, yes. Not that the Navy can't afford that. <laughs> yes, I, I know. I called you the Navy. I intended to do it. I say, I, the Navy I, can I, afford it. Not sure the Coast Guard can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's not wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. It couldn't be helped. <laughs> oh, their budget can totally be helped. This is on fire. Uh, so we have blood spurting out of the uh, the victim. Probably using just water. Something like that. Okay, so from there they go up to the forecastle, the forecastle. Uh, that's where the sea serpents coming out of the chain pockets. Going after them. And we're chasing them off the boat. No, we don't want people actually. We don't want people running. We don't want people running. But that's that's that's, 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 that's the thing to to make them decide that okay, we don't want to help anymore. Yep, we've got the skeleton manning guns. We have sounds of the cannon firing. If I can find a way to, I'm thinking about um, a flash and a puff of smoke as well for uh, like coming out of the can. Well, maybe you can't use flash guns. Can you use flash bangs? Uh, no. Hold on, I will be right back, guys. Keep going. I think we're almost done. Oh, okay, then I'll hold on. <laughs> I really like this, this storyline. I think I just want to pitch it. Rather than come up with another storyline. Yeah, I like this one so much. I think I'm just going to pitch the one rather than come up with another storyline. I mean, your other storyline can be very, very similar, uh, just in terms of the scares, but instead of having it be Lost in the Bermuda Triangle and brought back um, the Kraken, Lost in the Bermuda Triangle and brought back Pirates. Yeah, overrun by Pirates. <laughs> I mean, costumes okay. would be pretty easy. Mm -hmm. There is that. For Pirates? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Why would pirates be easier than Lost in the Bermuda Triangle? We can use our uniforms for Lost in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> okay, fair point. Yeah, but don't you have to kind of tatter them up and whatnot? Oh, we have many that are plenty tattered. <laughs> okay, fair. Fair point. They don't live in their dress, whatever dress colors you have. Your dress are dress whites. Uh, we have both, actually. Okay. So we're on patrol in the Bermuda Triangle 50 years ago when the ship vanished 49 years later, reappears. Uh, oh, come on, Kay. you got to sell it when you're talking to the captain. Where's your sail? Okay. 
We have lights that are flickering throughout and cobwebs all along the uh, where they are walking. Uh, they come in on the flight deck. Uh, the lone survivors are presenting the backstory, and they're rambling about uh, some of the things that have happened. Help me get the ship moving. The guests will go down to the fantail. That's where they'll be um, assaulted by a kraken uh, with tentacles flying up from the sea. Uh, then they move into the crew's mess. Uh, we have the all well, the walk past the galley, so we might want to do some sound effects coming out of the galley as well. But we have the radio playing songs. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, dead crew members still eating. They run across ghostly crews. We have the low-lying fog and the five cur fog curtain over the exit that they have to walk through in order to proceed. Uh, then we come to, they pass by the communication suite where we have the crackling radio, Mayday calls, um, those types of sound effects. Uh, they go into the surgery where there's a surgery on a crew member in progress. We have blood spurts coming out of the victim and uh, those types of things. Uh, then they proceed from there up to the forecastle where they're attacked by the sea serpent. We have the skeleton manning guns, sounds of cannon fire, uh, commands being shouted, alarms going off, those kinds of things. Yes? Yeah. Can we end it with saying someone get to da chopper? <laughs> get to da like making, that. Maybe making very careful note of the pronunciation. Naturally, naturally. No promises. Hi, sweetie. Hi. Hi, Kira. Why are you putting your hand in my... Why are you putting my hand in your <laughs> mouth? Hi, sweetie. Maybe yeah. I bet XO would let me decorate his room, too, because on their way out, they'll walk past the XO's window. They can look in and see uh, more dead people inside his room. <laughs> or even, like, a, I could probably do a projector projection onto his window. <laughs> Without him knowing? That'd be that would be funny. Well, that would I like that. Will that also uh, get you court-martialed, or maybe? <laughs> the hesitation. Nope, worth it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we have a. Uh, I think we have a plan. Next one. I thank you for your uh, your assistance. So I'm curious, what's your pitch going to be with the pirates? We have fog <laughs> that does piratey things. Is that your picture? Well, I don't think I'm going to do the pirates. People have swords and say rawr. I, mean, I, I really think that I really like this uh, this scenario, and I think I can convince the all the important stakeholders to go with it. And if you can't, like you said, there's only two people you'd have to kill. I mean, you're you're on the uh, ocean. It wouldn't be that hard. I'm going there. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, well, Les, I will let you get to packing, and John doing probably dinner, I imagine. Yes, although we bought a new Spider-Man game, and we're excited to play it. Fair enough. Right. Emilio. Um, only other thing, you want to turn this into a podcast, or do you want to just save this for reference, or what do you want me to do with the recording? <laughs> I, I do want like... to I do want you to upload it to the Dropbox. I don't know if it'll end up as a podcast recording or a podcast episode. Um, I think I would probably have to get permission from people. But if I scrub all this to the Coast Guard, uh, it may work. So I'm going to play with it and see if I can make an episode out of it. I almost like, like, hey, we took an hour and did a hunt. Like, on super short notice, we did a hunt. Yeah, and I kind of like that as well. 
Like, hey, we're not terrible at this. <laughs> well, I really so well, I really want to do an episode on quote unquote the pitch. Yeah. Because you know, that's an absolutely key uh, part of getting funding, getting a location, um, and it's something we've never talked about before. You kind of, I think what you do is you just put together like a really poor PowerPoint presentation, is what you normally do. <laughs> I mean, that's what you did for Arkham, and it worked, so I guess I can't totally discount it. Batting but a thousand. That's a, but I don't recommend that to everyone. Batting a thousand. Most stakeholders will not be as easy to convince as I was. Fair enough. It's not a bad idea, though. I like that idea. That is a good idea. Yeah, so I may. I may do that, um, but if I do, it'll probably, I'll just add a beginning and ending myself, rather Fair than keep it here longer. Fair enough. I like it. But we'll see what I can create out of the recording that we have. Nice. Okay. I like it. Anything else? Yeah. Nice work. Uh, no, I think that should... Should work. I'll go find where this is on my desktop oh. again, where it saves. Because it's yeah, not. Dump it in the Dropbox, and I will find Wi-Fi tomorrow to download it. Okay, it'll be there'll be two pieces since I closed out and then had to restart. So there'll be two. Fair enough. So, okay. Quick question is. Yep. But I forgot. So you this is being put on as a Coast Guard community program. Yes. Dang it. Right, okay, never mind. I was thinking it'd be fun to do like haunting you presents, but if it's yeah, I know, affiliated, I, I yeah. Okay, fair enough. Worth a shot. So I don't okay. Think we're, I don't think we're in a position right now where we can say Coast Guard affiliated. Well, no, 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 no. I was thinking if the Coast Guard <laughs> is just randomly letting Kate do it, then we could do that. But since it's actually yeah, sponsored, then we can. Exactly. It's going to be a Coast Guard community service project. All right. Fair enough. Unless you can swing that K. No. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Okay, but in that case, Les, have fun on your vacation, and I will talk to you guys later. All right, All right. sounds good. Later. Bye. Bye.